Welcome to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio, where we explore pathways to health for self, society, and the planet. We are home to a range of voices, as there is no single roadmap for meeting the challenges of our times. Tune in each week to expand your perspective, deepen your attention, and cultivate practices that support personal, communal, and global health. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Now, here's your host. Welcome, everybody. This is Susan Olesic, and I'm here with Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. And I'm really excited to let you know that I'm sitting here in Elmwood Correctional Facility with two of my favorite Enneagram Prison Project students. And we've been given permission to do an interview, this time literally from the inside, and our work is so much about the inside out. So I want to start off by letting you know that we're talking about type 2 today, which is the giver or the helper. And um, I have two great exemplars of this subject matter. So let me, before we get any further, introduce you to my guests. My first guest is Oligario Lopez. Good morning. Good morning, sir. And Kelman Pedroza. Good morning, Kelman. Good morning, Susan. Kelman, who we almost didn't even let get a full night's sleep. So I'm really appreciative of you guys being here. We had permission, but they didn't know until very recently that we were going to actually get to do this. So I'm really delighted to have you guys because I think that um, we get more honest in our classroom than almost any other place that I ever get to teach the Enneagram. And I think we already know that some of the patterns that we have and how we survived are not working. And um, we're we're able to just talk about that. So I appreciate you guys for being here and and thank you for your trust. Thank you. Thank you. Type two is in the heart triad, uh, the heart center of intelligence. And this is a huge emotional center for us. It it lets us know um, so many things. It it lets us know, first of all, if if we're connected and if we're loved, if we're we're really seen the way we wanna be seen. And um, if people understand us and people know who we are, and if we're loved. And I think types two, three, and four um, have a a special sensitivity to knowing if we're connected and they have a a real sense of um, panic or distress if we're not. And there's a real sadness that comes along with that. And underneath the sadness is a sort of shame. Um, And so two, three, and four can really help us to understand where does this, this shameful feeling come from? And I think a lot of it comes around this sense of our identity and um, just like all the types in the Enneagram, type twos believe that they're not enough. And there's a, a, a deep core belief that um, I, in order to be loved, I need to um, be needed. I need to almost be indispensable to other people. So twos have a way of morphing themselves into what other people need. And there's a sort of, I think, a shameful sense about having given myself away, like people bought, bought this identity that I, I projected out to them. And in a way, I kind of bought it too. So um, the thing about twos, though, is that twos are like the healers in our planet. They're the people that help us know, um, you know, how to care for other people and how to nurture other people. And in a place like jail, you know, it's not exactly a, a nurturing environment that we would expect that you guys would fill this role. So. I'm just curious as we start off, um, and maybe I'll start with you, Oligario, we can talk about how is it that you see the, the pattern of your, um, your personality is giving and knowing what other people need, knowing how to make other people feel cared for? H- how does this happen in here, and how do, how do you see this pattern in yourself? Um, how do you say, maybe the idea is not a right place to know what kind of 
type you are. Yeah, that, that would be the so people I think would be surprised to know yeah. that. But what would you say? But I I I I come right here to discover my type and and to understand why I need to help 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 to give it and give it and give it to the other person. Right, and so what? How, so you understand that you do do that. Why do I find myself wanting to help, help, help other people? And how do you see yourself doing that, even in a place like, like jail? Do you find that you're always taking care of other people, getting yes. people what they need? Like what? And how do you see that? Ah, uh, because uh, I don't know. When the people come to to ask me, to ask me they need something, I I need to. If I don't have it, I need to find it to give it to to that guy. Mm -hmm. And and uh, what I told you. Maybe that I don't. When I give it something to somebody else, I never, I never wait for something back. I think my pay is when I feel comfortable for myself. And if you don't have nothing to to give it to somebody, I I need to find it. Maybe that's that that's the way to feel good with myself. Yes, that you feel good when you're able to give people what they need. Yeah. Right. And I think that what you're describing is that's the, the essential quality of type two is like we really are, um, we are the types that have this altruistic, this very giving nature. We're, we're about service. That's a really true thing if, for, for, for type two. Mm -hmm. um, and when there's a sense that I can't be, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not connected to myself. I feel like I really have to make sure that I give you what you need. And sometimes we can, and sometimes we can't. But for, for two, the, the discernment, the, the tell the difference between when do I have something to give and when am I going to too far to try to give something that I really, I don't even have myself. Um, I, t I told many times in my class, I never, I never heard about this class. Yeah. I mean, I'll be about Instagram, and now I I I, st I start to understand why I I worry to help another person. Right. So when I don't have it, nothing to give it, and I and I worry. Right. And what do you what are you worried about? Do you think what is such a concern for you uh, if you don't have it? Maybe maybe because uh, I passed like uh, a life uh, similar to uh, Kerman right here. Uh, when I younger, I start. Uh, work early, like maybe seven years. You're seven years old. You started yeah. working. I, I don't, and I, I, my dad. Uh, thanks God, I, I have my dad and my mom. You're, you but my, my dad's always come to this country to work and then give me and try to give me a, a better life to my um, my my brothers and me. Yes. So maybe I I I I, I do that because I don't wanna I don't wanna the other people's past my my um my you, you don't want people to have the same experience yeah my, as you. that's my experience and if you i can help why why not right so if i can they, help other people yeah. avoid the the suffering or the pain that i had then why not so you yeah. learned at an early age that you had to work and you had to contribute you had to help your family yes is that what you're saying yes where did you grow up where where, where were you living when you were in seven? mexico in mexico yeah. and when did you come to this country uh, when I was 19 years. Okay. 
Thank you for starting us off like that. I think it's so relevant, it's so important to talk about our childhood because everything that happens to us when we're small makes such a huge impression on our hearts. And we get this idea that we are only loved based on what we, how we can help other people, what we can contribute. Like it, and so it gives us this idea that we're not enough. We're not just to be a little seven-year-old boy isn't enough, right? And yeah. in some real ways, it wasn't in your family. Yeah. Kelman, I'm wondering what comes up for you because I know that you have like uh, not the same story but a similar one and maybe you can start about um, how you notice this habit of feeling like you have to give things to other people or that you notice what other people are needing. Do you see that? Yes, I can see it far away. <laughs> <laughs> far away. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know where to start. Like, okay, I got to give to the people. I gotta, I'm going to put one simple. Like, are you asking me? last week for one new blanket so it's hard to get it because everybody get, get the used blankets so when they get new ones you know like they come in it's not a lot of new ones so now i had it uh he he think i forgot about it but no i don't forget about it now i got it for him i was gonna tell him hey i already got your blanket today <laughs> <laughs> so now i'm feeling good but the whole week i was like wow i need to get him his blanket i need to get him his blanket and even before I go to sleep, I was like, oh, I, for, I don't forgive Oligario's blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so now I had it, so I, I'm feeling well right now, and I'm feeling good because I'm going to give it to him now. So so that that makes me feel comfortable and, and get to my sleep and feel better because I'm giving somebody something that he needs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know he needed for cover himself by night, and that's cover here. And where he are right now, at the birthday he had, they don't get available to give all the stuff that we can give where work is at, you know? Right. So now I'm feeling good because I know he really needed it. You know, it's, as you're saying this, I have a son who's a type three and he has a good two wing, and I have a two wing myself, so it, I really see myself in some of the things you guys talk about. And, um, <clears throat> And all, you have a sweetness about you, like when you're saying it. And you don't, what I know is that we don't give just to anybody, right? We're giving to somebody that we care about or that we would like to care about us, you know, because there are a lot of people, especially here, there are a lot of people that you could be giving to. But you've picked Oligario on purpose, right? There's something about him. And in a way, the bar is pretty high because it's very hard for twos to receive, I've learned. Would you say that's true about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Is that true about you, Oligario? Yes. Yeah. But you pick him and you kind of plot out like how can I how can I get that thing that he he wouldn't have for himself? Like it's very it's a challenge. Yes. That's how it is. Yeah, you true. You're telling the exactly the truth. Right. So why is it so why is that uh not that I wouldn't want to give Oligario a blanket too if I had the chance to but why do you think you're you're driven that way what is it that is the, the challenge that makes that so compelling for you first to start I think is we friends uh, mm -hmm. since I got to this year over here I'm being friendly with Oligario and I remember when I came I, I don't have to commissary the first week yeah. so he was helping me out yeah. you know oh here's the soup all the time we used to play cards a lot when he was on my bird um he always like he don't care like everybody you hungry you hungry okay let's cook whatever he don't even think about it twice so he showed me the way that he are that he is really friendly with the people in the type that he are he's really number two like me um and i think it's because i like him too and i like to take care of him because we are the same 
we're Latinos. Yeah. So we need to take care of each other because right. I don't know if you see the other races like I'm gonna put a simple Chinese people. They always cook and they don't cook only uh, for themselves. They cook for everybody on the bus. But if you go, you ask them, hey, can, can I get something? No, no, it's only for my people, you know. And I'm not, I'm not like that. Like if you're doing something, don't matter what race you are, I'm gonna help you out. If you can and tell me, ah, can I try? Yeah, mm -hmm. go ahead, whatever. I don't eat my plate to give it to you. Right. I don't care. But I'm feeling better. Right. I'm feeling like, oh, I'm feeling somebody today. Right. So, so talk about that feeling in, in Oligario too, because the giving, it does feel good, right? It's I, In our class, we talk about it like it's kind of like your drug of choice, right? You get a little dopamine triggered in your brain when you give something to somebody because that's that chemistry that I, I took care of you, right? I, I, I helped you. So... It's um, it's hard to see. Well, what would be what would be wrong with that? But it, it's is that true that you feel a little better for a second after you give it, or while you're thinking about giving it? Yes, I feel a lot of better. Uh, but we're gonna come back to what I said before. When I go to that person and I try them and they don't give me what I want to, they make me feel bad. Right. I don't let them know. But inside of me, I'd be like, oh, my God, why people is like that? Right. You know, kind of angry at the same time. But I'd be like, okay, it's okay, it's karma. You know, it's going to come back to him. Whatever I do is going to come back to me. Right. But I never do something to wait to somebody to receive something back. Right. So this is the really complicated part about type 2. And I'm wondering, Oligario, as you're listening to Kelman, what's coming up for you? What are you relating to? What 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 are you remembering? Uh, he's saying is uh, we are the same type. We never wait nothing for back from somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I do it whatever I need to do it to feel good. Maybe yes. this is my 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 drug choice to Your drug of choice. Yeah, yeah, my drug choice to to feel to feel good. Good with myself. Right. So thank you, this is so honest. So then there's a moment, I'm not a, a user, but I do use, you know, like sugar and caffeine. Mm -hmm, Those are my mm -hmm, drugs of yeah. choice. And I have my drug of choice as a type one is fix it, make it better, yeah. right? Improve yeah. on it, I have my own deal. So if we are, if any of us are feeling uncomfortable inside of ourselves, the way to feel, feel, feel better in a second is to do your personality, right? Find something to give, yes. go, go be indispensable to somebody. So what is that beforehand that's so uncomfortable? Do you know that moment? Like the moment before you go get the extra soup or the crispy pants, the, the, the tight, you know, clean uniform or the extra blanket, whatever it is, what's that uncomfortable feeling with somebody wanting something that you might provide or not provide? Uh, I think the uh, more uh, uncomfortable moment is uh, because I, I see that the, People's coming for a first time right here, and they don't have nothing. Right. They don't have any child of coffee, any soup, and nothing. So I don't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. They feel like like me when I when I was younger. But I need. I, I wanna. I wanna have this one or this one or this one. So maybe I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna let the people pass what I passed when I was younger. Right. Or or what I'm. Or what I I wanna I wanna have when I stay when I are young. Right. So you see somebody who could be in the same kind of wanting or lack that you were when you were a child, and you almost project that out yeah. onto them and re remember what that feels like, and you don't like the idea of that for them, and you don't like the memory of that for you, and so the way to not feel that 
is to give. Yeah. It's actually very intelligent. Very intelligent. So I, I love the logic behind it. And then there's, um, there's a way then of having some compassion of where do these habits come from? Because they're, they're old, right? I mean, these are things. How old are you? 42. Okay, I'm 45, 6, 5, something like that. <laughs> Almost 46. And uh, we've been doing them for a long time. Yeah. So it takes us a second to put them down, but we can't put them down until we know where they came from. Let me pause there and then we'll take a break and we'll come back and um, talk a little bit more about where these habits come from. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you know that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright. Revolutionary Wellness. Subscribe today at revolutionarywellnessmagazine.com and begin your journey into the mystery. Engage with experts in topics of nourishment, wisdom, and empowerment. Develop mental clarity. Live wholeheartedly and be empowered to live an authentic life of passion and purpose. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. Log on and subscribe to Revolutionary Wellness Magazine today and experience the publication devoted to your journey toward extraordinary health and well-being. RevolutionaryWellnessMagazine.com In these times of converging crisis, the world needs us now more than ever before. Revolutionary Wellness Magazine is devoted to amplifying inspiring voices, facing challenging realities head on, opening up new places of power, and inviting curiosity about the paths we might take toward personal, communal, and global health. The magazine aspires to help us become the change we wish to see in the world, co-creating the more beautiful world we know to be possible. Join us on this journey. Log on and subscribe to Revolutionary Wellness Magazine today at revolutionarywellnessmagazine.com. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Our hosts are clinicians of mind and body medicine and lifestyle change. They are writers, activists, educators, and change agents. You can reach the show and our hosts at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now, back to our show. So we're back and still talking with Kelman Pedroza and Oligario Lopez about type 2. And Oligario, when you, when you realize in that moment that you don't want somebody to feel something it used to feel, and, um, and you, that's the moment where I think the, the whole importance of studying our Enneagram type in a place like um, in a place like a jail is that I think that in a way where we start to get we start to get onto the personal prisons that we make for ourselves, right? Like for type two, being um, in a position where if somebody has a need, you have to fill it. 
you have to or else you can't be with yourself, right? So of course then the drug of choice means that I give. I find what you need and I give it. And um, what we are trying to encourage in our awareness is studying this so that we can see actually if I see that there's a need and I, I could put a pause in there, then I can check in with myself and say, do I want to give? Do I have something that I need? Is there something that I'm wanting? And I'm wondering, are you starting to be a little bit more aware of that than you used to be about pausing before you give something to somebody else? Mm, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a automatic. Automatic. Mm. It's it's come from my my uh, I think from my heart. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a it's a what, not normally not normal no it's a not it's a not normal normal well i think that what we're starting to discover is that of course the giving comes from your heart yeah except when it doesn't yeah uh, sometimes you know, so when you say yeah yeah i like that yeah, what but, makes you say it that way ah uh, because uh when 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 uh when i can when i can give it when i cannot give it something to somebody yeah I, I feel like, mm, like, like you crash down, down. Yeah, you feel crushed yeah, down, you feel, like yeah. your heart is your sinking. Heart, my, 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 my heart is like in my brain too. Yes. So I, I need to, I need to find other ways to, to get it. That. Right. That, That's see? the habit, right? Yeah. That's the, the, even the thinking starts to be this, like, no matter what, I have what? to go get this, yes. which can turn to criminal thinking even. Like, I absolutely have to be whatever I, I need to be for this person, even if it gets me yeah, in trouble. Out here on the, on the, on the yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not like outside. Right here, there's no, no many curtains. So, you, know, you know, people need, no, no need that. Right here, it's only for a blanket, for a blouse. Yeah, uh, stakes are so high. Yeah, yeah. it's a... One soup, uh, crispies, super crispy yeah. plants, right? But uh, but uh, anyway, I need to do whatever I need to do to get it out. Right. So what you're saying, and, and I'll I'll bring Kelman in next, is is the most interesting part for me, and I think it's really honest, right? We're not out on the street where people are living or dying, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of life or death or yeah. having to, you know, enough food to eat when I'm little. It's not like that. But it can start to feel just like that inside. I know you're not going to die if I don't give you that blanket or if yeah. you don't get crispy pants, but it doesn't stop me from acting uh -huh. like a crazy guy to try to go get you your crispy pants, but right? I have to do I have to do it, right? Yes. And this is where we're so addicted to our personality. Yeah. And when we, when we can't deal with that, then we will stop at nothing to go get it for somebody because yes. that's the only thing that makes us feel better for a second. Now, Kelvin, as we're describing this, what's coming up for you? What are you, what are you thinking about? Uh, I was thinking right now that Olivari was telling that uh, one guy, he used to be at the bear world when he was with me and Tan. I remember that guy, he was from uh, Guatemala too. Mm -hmm. And he, every day we was sleeping, he went to ask, ask us for something, you know? Every day. He would every wake morning. you up and ask you yeah, for things? Yeah, ask us for some things. And one day uh, he came to Olivari and asked him, uh, uh, can I have some sugar? He was like, okay, of course. And he got a brand new box. So he gave it to him. Okay, he thought he was going to grab this one. So he came, he grabbed the whole bunch. 
and give it back to Oligari. Go, he don't even say thanks. He walk away. He was like, here. He walk away. Oligari go look at the box and he was like, okay, I'll just give it to him. <laughs> he take almost the whole box. So he was feeling like, oh, come on. I thought you was going to grab only one. And he grabbed the whole box. Right. So... Well, what happens for you in that moment, Oligari, when he takes your whole box of sugar? How yeah. hard is it to get a it's, box it's, of sugar? I, I worry because right here, we can order only one box of, of sugar. And he take it uh, almost all one. Yeah. So I think, you know, mm, maybe I miss sugar for my for my, for myself for my to make my coffee in the morning. Right. But uh, anyway, I feel good because I help that. Right. Okay, so that's the place right there. There's this thing called repression. <laughs> which is the defense mechanism for type 2. We all have different defense mechanisms, and they are the, the automatic and unconscious way we have to feel okay about ourselves. So for 2, the repression is I have the feeling that I have, and I push it down, so I don't even know I have it. And I don't have to deal with that feeling right in that moment where you say, well, so I don't have coffee every, uh, sugar in my coffee every morning. Well, as a coffee drinker, right, I'm two cups a day, <laughs> yeah. and I take uh -oh. sugar in my coffee, and I don't even want it if it doesn't have sugar. And you don't have that many pleasures in here. So is it really okay that for the next, you know, two weeks or whatever yeah. month that you don't have any sugar in your coffee? Are you really okay with that? I'm not really okay because I need it. I, I'm, not, I'm not addicted to drink coffee in the mornings, mm -hmm. but uh, if you don't have a, I have my friend. I will find it with my friend. <laughs> See, I, I have an, uh, another another friend because I'm I'm not really friendly with other people. So right. I I know he he took all my my sugars, but I can find it with other people. Right. And what happened for you, Kelman, when you saw that happened with the sugar? I started laughing because <laughs> I see his face kind of sound like oh my god. But the thing he started laughing, so I was like, oh, he feel good. And I was feeling good too, cause that guy he don't he don't even have no commissary, no money, nobody to care him. Uh, and that was kind of funny moment. Yeah. Yeah, but I I think that one is another interesting. Why the peoples are different? Why he get it? Because he don't have a sugar. He don't have a coffee. I remember that guy. And why he grab it all sugar if he don't have any coffee? <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't get see. Yeah, that's that, that's that, that's why I, I understand that this uh, cycle. Yes. Different uh, to uh, different types of person. Right. So you're talking about yeah. it was fascinating to you that you're you're somebody who would let yeah. him have it all because yeah. he has nothing. Uh -huh. But you see, he has no coffee. So yeah. why was he what, what, Yeah. What's the deal to to keep uh, sugar? Right. And what are so. your ideas now that you have been studying the enneagram for a little bit? Ah, uh, because uh, I want to learn. For myself right so that uh, other guy he could have been yeah any other type right that's like well i'm gonna stockpile what i need in, in case i don't have it later or trade it or i don't know why you would do it yeah maybe uh that one is a it's a it's amazing it's a it's a something for me it's a it's something uh i i, I say thanks god to bring me this place right to learn about this one right to thinking about it uh what I can do when I was high. Yes. And, and uh, to help to understand why you are, who are you? Yes, why you are the way who you are, are and why, yeah. and, and who are you? And you know, one of, this is, let's just taking it down another, another layer deeper. 
One of the places that's um, really hard to uncover for type two is what we call the, traditionally they call it the passion, we, kind of like that emotional driver. And for type two, it's called pride. It's like that sense that I know what you need better than you know what you need almost. like, And it's interestingly, it's kind of true. I have twos in my life that will show up in my class and they bring me a scone and a coffee and I'm thirsty and I'm hungry and they know it and I don't even know it, right? Are you guys like this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how are you this way, Kelman? Uh, how I can put it simple, all right. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to explain it, but I explain it. Um, okay, I can be I can be a lot of hungry, right? Or I can you can be what? Hungry. Uh-huh, really or hungry. Or I can be, like, you can be eating in front of me, but I ain't going to go and tell you, hey, can I get some? Because I'm not the kind of person, I feel embarrassed when I ask for something. Yes. You know, my kind of person is give it to somebody. Mm-hmm. I like when they ask me because they make me feel better. But I never like to ask somebody. I can be a starving, bad, don't eat the whole day, and see you eating the burrito in front of me. But I'm, I'm not going to go and ask you, hey, can I get some? Because right. I'm not a kind of type of person, but I'm ready for you to say, hey, right. do you want some? Right. You know, because I'm the kind of place, uh, that's how I am. Like, if you're eating something and you look at me, I cannot eat. I gotta give you some. Right. I, if I give you the whole thing, well, I gotta give you half, but I cannot eat in front of you and not give you something. Well, this is a really interesting thing, and I, I think the way you're describing it is so important that if I have something, it's easy for me to give. In fact, I like to be in the position of giving as a two, but when I'm in the position of needing something, you used a really interesting word. You said you feel embarrassed. And that's, I think, points to this shame shame that types two, three, and four often feel in this triad. Like there's something, can you say more about why would you feel embarrassed to be hungry? And where does that come from? Because and- I remember when I was little, if we asked somebody, because I remember when, when, I, when I used to don't have anything, when I was little, I was asking people, hey, do you want to eat? You have pizza? Can I have a pizza? People that I don't know about a moment. And they were like, they see me all little, you know, selling candies. And they were like, here. So and they I, would feel bad for you yeah, and they would give you something? Mm-hmm. So when I want to ask somebody for something, that moment comes to my mind. Yes. And I'll be like, oh, no. Oh, right. no. I cannot do that no more. So so honest, Kelman, because I think that we all come by our personalities so innocently. And as a little guy, you really had to give things away in order to get your basic needs met. You know, you had to sell things in Guatemala when you were small, with no shoes and for a tortilla that, you know, is all you got for a day. So it's really important to be present to the feelings that come up for you, particularly when they're things like embarrassment for just having a basic need. Right? It's really human to be hungry. And you have so much compassion for people outside of yourselves, you guys. You see people in a nanosecond. You know what they feel, and you don't want anybody to have that feeling. But you're willing to go hungry, literally yourself. And so what we're, the reason we want to study the Enneagram is because we want to sort of call you on that and say, you are just as deserving of being fed and being cared for and being loved as anybody. Yes, we deserve. Like, gonna put a symbol. Um, I don't know if we, we talked uh, last week at the class about what's happened with my relation, right? Yeah. So, I, see, I, I called my mom uh, a couple of days ago, 
And she was like, oh, you know what? We were in, in LA having fun. We went to Disneyland. And that's what um, your wife counted us. And she, was, she told us that she was there too. And I was like, oh, really? And then uh, she was putting a Snapchat that she was at the club buying bottles with another guy. And I was like, how she can do that to me? When I'm here, she forget about me and don't even put one dollar on my books. I don't know, that makes me feel angry. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I never was like that with her. I always give everything to her. Mm-hmm. Don't matter if I stay with no money in my pocket, but, but whatever she want, always buy it to her. So I don't know how people can forget about you. Like for you, was just the piece of garbage and throw it, throw it to the floor and forget you like this. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a real sense um, when when other people aren't treating you the way you wish that you could be treated, that you go back to in time, well, well, why would you do that? Because I've given this to you, and I've given that to you, and I took care of you in that way. I think that this really points to the, the, the way that twos are organized in my mind. It's almost, they, we call to a, a compliant type, like a dutiful type, and, and ones and sixes can be really similar. It seems like there's a scale, right? Like there's a measure. I give to you and you give to me, and this works great until I give to you and you don't give to me. And then we realize, I actually wanted something back from you when I was giving that to you. And in relationship, particularly in, in our you know intimate relationships, that is the natural give and take, right? There is a reciprocity, and um, when we when we aren't really connected to our own sense of why we're giving, right? Are we giving with an open heart? Or are we giving because we want something back? Then we don't know that that's going on until we start to feel that resentful feeling of like, hang on. It's not fair, or uh, you didn't. It didn't work out the way I wanted it to work out. And Oligari, you're you're smiling like you know what I'm talking about. What, can you say something here? Yeah, because I have to think it. Maybe, on oh, oh, my case, maybe I need to to get something back. But it's no it's no material items. It's you. It's a. There's no material item for you to ask yeah. for back. So do you know that maybe it's not a material item? Maybe there's something else you're wanting back. Maybe affect. You want their affection? Maybe. Maybe, or their connection? Yeah, connection or, or, or to feel yourself you are a good person. Yes. Or you still, you still do something to do it, uh, feel comfortable with, with yourself. Yes. Yes, so you're wanting them to validate you, to let you know you are a good person. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's an important thing to be on to because if they can tell me that I'm a good person, then I can know it. But part of what we're also studying is that there is a part of you that knows that whether or not somebody outside tells you. Do you know what I'm talking about? There is a part of you that when you get very still, that you know you're worthwhile. But we forget, and when we forget, we really like it when somebody else will tell us. <laughs> maybe that that why I uh, sometimes maybe I forgot who I am. Right. And the people remind me why why I can do for other people. Right. Hold that thought for just a second. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
In these times of converging crisis, the world needs us now more than ever before. Revolutionary Wellness Magazine is devoted to amplifying inspiring voices, facing challenging realities head on, opening up new places of power, and inviting curiosity about the paths we might take toward personal, communal, and global health. The magazine aspires to help us become the change we wish to see in the world, co-creating the more beautiful world we know to be possible. Join us on this journey. Log on and subscribe to Revolutionary Wellness Magazine today at revolutionarywellnessmagazine.com. Do you know that you were born to experience revolutionary wellness? Have you wondered why extraordinary physical, mental, and emotional health has eluded you? Do you know that your infinite personal power resides right here in the present moment? People all over the world are awakening to their birthright. Revolutionary Wellness. Subscribe today at revolutionarywellnessmagazine.com and begin your journey into the mystery. Engage with experts in topics of nourishment, wisdom, and empowerment. Develop mental clarity. Live wholeheartedly and be empowered to live an authentic life of passion and purpose. The world, now more than ever, needs you to feel revolutionarily well. Explore and integrate new ways of being. Learn to access your own unique treasure, the wisdom that is right there inside you, waiting to be revealed. Experience a renewed, vivid, and nourishing relationship with yourself and the world around you. Log on and subscribe to Revolutionary Wellness Magazine today and experience the publication devoted to your journey toward extraordinary health and well-being. RevolutionaryWellnessMagazine.com Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. listening to Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Our hosts are clinicians of mind and body medicine and lifestyle change. They are writers, activists, educators, and change agents. You can reach the show and our hosts at experiencerevolutionarywellness.com. Now, back to our show. I want to change, and I want to do something better when I go out. So say more about that, because I think what you just picked up on in, in, in our last um, section just before the break, where you said it, it, it is as though other people outside of me, when they tell me I did something good, then it helps me to remember that I am good. Mm-hmm. But when we're small is the time when hopefully we're learning that from the people who are nurturing us, the people who are caring for us. But I would say most people don't get that a hundred percent, right? And you for sure didn't get all of that yeah, validation. Yeah, but I, I, I think that, that that's that's the way to to say, okay, here I press that one. For example, that the the young guy with the tweet talking about that he's talking about sugar. He don't tell me thanks. Right, he didn't and say thank away. you. Right, but I say okay, it's okay. I help this guy, but uh, I will make more better person. This is my my motivation to to. To say to do or to be are a better person. Right. So I like what you're saying that he, he's almost the reminder for you. He, yeah. It's not just the person who tells you, "Oh, Gario, no. you're so nice. Yeah. We love you." That's not the guy you're talking no. about. The guy who doesn't appreciate you is the guy who reminds mm-hmm. you that you need to connect in here first and yeah. do it for the right because reasons. Because it's, it's, it's not the only. It's not the only. Um, the only time to people do that. You remember when all the guy came to ask me about five soups and one coffee. And I give it to them, and he he stayed for like two three days. He left, he coming back, and he never come to say me, oh, 
I know, I remember I owe you uh, five soups and a coffee. He never sold down here. He go and ask this guy for, um, for about more soups and, and coffee. Yeah. Right. But not, he never come to say me, oh, I know, I never forget. I, I, remember, I, I owe you something. Right. No. But I, and, and I told this guy, hey, that's okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a good person. This is not what made me a, a feel bad. If you don't press that one, I put away and I go to this way. Right, so you so, can go these different directions. But yes. what's interesting to me is that as you bring it up, I can feel the heat, yeah. right? Because it's still, it bothers you that somebody doesn't acknowledge it. And my question, this is a harder question, but I think we have enough trust where I can ask it. And Kelman's looking at me like, oh, she's going <laughs> to ask me next, right? But like, this is the kicker part of type two is that of course you are willing to give. You give more than most people are willing to give. And there's a place where you sometimes give too far and you feel resentful. But my real question is, who are you resenting? Is it the person who took or is it the person who gave? That person who gave. Right. So the anger and the resentment and, is inward. Tell me about that. And that is the, that is the other thing that why I want to stay on this class because I want to learn to say nah right or to or to or to put me a limit put a limit what, yeah put a, put a limit how I can help the other person so, so what yeah so I love this then because what's wrong with saying no or how not, why is it hard I, to say no I think no? it's nothing and but I can I can say nothing I, I can I can not say nah you can't say no yeah and are you yeah, because when I'm oh, sorry. No, you go. Because when I, uh, I I have my wife and we are married in Mexico. We had like maybe almost 23 years together. And I work in Mexico and I have like no no much money. And one more my friends come to ask me about that. All money I have like is for example five dollars. It's all my my money I have. And, and my friend come to ask me and I um okay here here the five dollars. And I and I have a trouble with my wife because it's, it's all the money I have. But at that moment, I and I, I said my, my uh, I I told to my wife, don't worry about it. We can I, I can work if you like. I can work to get more money. If you he don't pay me, it's okay. I feel good because I help him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See. Right. So, but now I wanna I wanna I want because I'm not, I know I know old. I'm 42 years old. But I, now I need to curl myself. Right. I need to start to curl myself and to to put a limit to to help the other. Of course. Yeah. So if you can have limits, reasonable limits yeah. and boundaries, this is the big work for type two. And just being able to say, like you say, no. no. Just to say no and to and to not. Um, collapse on myself and feel like I'm so bad because I'm saying no but this is really the true struggle for type twos and Kelman are you relating to what we're talking about is it hard for you also to say no to people it's a lot of hard for me it's too hard for me because when I say no and I, and I know I have it and I can do it I feel bad I feel like wow what I do that what I did it and I come back to the person I be okay here here it is. And I look back at the same time because I say no first and now I come back and I give it to him so they be like, oh, I thought you don't have it. But I was like, yes, I have it here. So it's hard to me to say no. But at the same time, I wanna, like he was saying, I wanna learn how to say no and feel good because like he was talking about the other guy. 
he come to him and asked for five suits and the coffee. And then he don't come to Olegario no more because he already know he owe him the coffee and the soups. Right. So he come to me and start asking me for coffee and soups and whatever. And he knows I can say no. So I was like, okay, here, here, here. And he was like, he was like, uh, okay, I'll pay you later. I know he was not going to pay me because he don't pay him. Right. So, so if you know, first of all, your friend Oligario has already given his soups away, right? You know he's not being paid back. And you know that he's coming to you because you have a track record of not being a, easy to say no. Then what makes you give in that next moment? Had to because <laughs> I was going to feel bad. Yeah, like, say no to him. So this is the part that we call the work, right? Is it, can we just sit here and be present to how bad it feels to not have something? And to be present to that means also to have compassion for where it came from. And can you remember how many years you went for not having anything when you were a little boy? Yes, I remember. <laughs> this is why I got a passion for the people because I say no, I start remembering when I was leaving, people used to say no to me. Right. And I was hello hungry, or I was on no shoes. Or I remember go to my cousins or, or another kid's body, and you see them have everything, and had their parents together and everything. I was just by myself, and nobody wanted to play with me, because right. I don't have nothing. Right. I don't even have shoes to wear. Right, so having nothing is a synonym for like not being lovable, not 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 being somebody that want, people want to hang around with, not so many different things. It's not just not having the thing that somebody needs. It's like a metaphor for so much in your life. And twos don't want to be worthless. Nobody does, right? But the, the thing that's so fascinating, I think, in the Enneagram for all of us with our personality types is that we really like to be around something that's familiar because we know it. Even if it's really bad and really full of suffering, we still know it. At least we know that. And so we go back to that, like, you know, very predictably. And so even if you know this giving myself away is getting me in trouble, it's very hard to change the pattern because the fear is, well, what, how could it be different? Even if the different could be much better. So this is kind of like the scary part for all of us to change is so hard because we don't know what the next thing will feel like. Yes, you're exactly true. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't know what's the next feeling. But that's why I'm gonna start coming to the class and I wanna learn how to say no. Uh, and at the same time, how, how say no and don't get the memories back. Right. Well, you actually can't do a lot about the memories. The memories come, right? Because this is part of you also. And, and it's okay to be, it's okay to have the memories. Because the more you have presence inside yourself, the more you can tolerate the memories. But we feel like, I can't have that memory because it hurts so much, right? It has so much suffering. And, you know, you guys aren't making it up. You had a hard time. Yeah. I think I like to get to people, too, because... Um, uh, I believe in Christian religion, mm -hmm. and Christians always show you help people, help people in every way to give something back. Yes. You know, it don't matter if they laugh at me or, or they say they say on my back, oh look how I'm playing, he's giving me, giving me. I don't care because I know God is gonna come back and give me the double or the triple. He's gonna help me out because right. he know I'm doing that all the way inside from my heart. Right. Giving me, I'm just, I'm just don't give me you because okay here, no, I'm giving you because. Uh, 
my heart is telling me, okay, give it to him. So when I give it to you, don't matter if you're laughing at me or you just asking me because you want to see how I act. Right. I'm giving it to you, but I'm never gonna. I'm, I'm never ready to give something back. And and I give it. I give it to the people because that's how I am. Yeah, so this is the, the how I am is what feels like my identity. I am the giver, and that's the only thing that I do. And I, I, um, I think that the Enneagram works whether your background is Christianity or Buddhism, you're atheist, it doesn't matter what people's language is, but to use your example, that I do believe that God wants us to give to everybody, but I think you are an everybody, right? You're part of this everybody, mm -hmm. and I don't think God is wanting us to, to give and give and give, and then you are left there with not but a, nothing, not even a tortilla. But that is the memory that you have that feels like I can only be acceptable if I have that. So I think um, having a way to include yourself and everybody is the change that we're talking about. That's the harder part. Yeah. Yes. Oligaria, what's coming up for you as you're listening? Uh, I have to hear uh, Carmen and they say he got compassion for other people. Yes. But we need to learn to have compassion for ourselves. Yes. That's right. I think this day is, is uh, because right now I'm still learning about why I am, why, why, why I, the, the, the person who I am. Mm -hmm. But I think it's right if you say no. I think, I, I think it's, 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 it's good if you learn to say, to have compassion with yourself. For yourself, For yes. Yourself. It's essential, right? Yeah. And there are a lot of um, people that would... Because Please, uh, no, you go ahead. Because uh, 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 I'm in a different barracks now. You're in a different in barracks than Kelvin. You guys yeah. sleep in different we, places. We, uh, before we were uh, living together in the same barracks, but now I'm in different barracks. And like maybe a couple of weeks ago, one people's coming with uh, two jellies, like pizza jellies. jellies two jellies. little jellies, jellies candies? Yeah, little jellies. Yes, uh, it's a jelly. And he, he asked me about for a chat of coffee. And I give that coffee. And I don't, I don't get it, that, that, that jelly because I don't need it. Right. You know, I don't need it. I have a lot. But then, maybe like five minutes ago, five minutes later, he come in and ask me about about the chocolate coffee, and I think like, like, no, yeah, I give it that jelly is no. I give it, I give it because you really need it when you are maybe I, I think I, I, I want to think yeah. you need you you at that moment you ask me you need it. Right. But uh, if you I feel. You have, you have uh, get it, something more yes. or, or, or more. Uh, or somebody's taking advantage uh -huh. of you, or taking too taking much advantage. from you. I feel like that. I don't want to feel. I, I don't like to feel right. like that. Right. So, so I, and noticing when you feel like that, feel your energy right now. Yes. Like it's like whoa. Oh, yeah. That so that's your your wake up call mm -hmm. to say I don't want to give myself away. Okay. No man. Right. Why have you, you you have a lot? Yeah, I, I have a lot because I need it. Right. Right. But it's not for people like 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 you. Right. No. Yeah, so what a way go go on another another. And the emotion so that, that you're having is showing you that you don't want to do this. Yes. So there's a way where you can be present to that and you can just say no. But he doesn't have to have all that heat, right? Because it's just a choice. That's is that one thing that you learn now. Yeah. To say no. Right. And to and to look at people who who's to thinking get it more than you can 
than more than you can give, give right? Yeah. And here's the thing, when when we finally have a voice for ourselves and we learn to stand up and say no, in the beginning, it's a little messy. Yeah. It's a little ugly because we've never said no. Yeah, right? buddy. So now when I'm saying no to you, I'm not saying just no to you, I'm saying no to you and all the millions of other people that I've given my coffee and my soup and my blanket and my crispy yeah. pants and all of other yeah. stuff away to. Yeah. And it's not actually all yours it's not fair, right? It's like we got to work through some of this buildup. Yeah, because now I know you you can you can pass all your life to say yes and yes and yes. And yes, yes, you can't. It you cannot, can. It's not healthy. No. Well, well uh, you can, right? But it has but, a big cost. Yeah. And but, but I have my I have three sons. Yes. I have my wife. Right. And I have my own life. Right. I'm I'm right here right now. But when I go out, I I can't stay. I'll say because I need to I need to think in on my future right and you want to be a model of somebody yeah. who can have boundaries for your children for your wife who's your partner and the different things we have about two more minutes you guys and I just want to ask you um, if there's anything that you'd like to say to people who are listening who don't um, maybe who have never been in prison or jail or haven't visited even or um, what anything that you'd like to say about what studying the Enneagram is like here or why you think it's useful or what the experience of having any year in prison project come into your life has been like? Uh, I think it's a great experience with the people outside or whatever, on, on all, on the whole world, who, who wanna learn about themselves. It's, it's good to get in this class. Uh, I don't know where I can get it because I, I never heard outside. Yeah, well, we're teaching but, at the reentry center in Santa yeah, Clara, so you but, can get uh, it there. It's, it's a really, really uh, interest to, to learn about why, why you are who you are. Right, thank you. Tell me. All I want to say to the person that listen to us, whoever don't try this class before, whoever's at that time having some pro personal problems, um, uh, problems with your girlfriend, with your boyfriend, with your parents, with your kids, you should have tried this class because uh, they make you discover what kind of really person you are and they make you, they show you how to be and how to try your own person and how to be a better person and how to be a better person with the other people. Uh, I tried this program right now that I'm over here on Elmwood, Milpitas, and Joe, but I want to, I, I still want to go out when I get out and still enjoying this program because it's really such a nice uh, class and they show me who really I am and they help me a lot on everything, on my personality. Thank you, Kelman, and thank you, Oligario, for being here and being such great exemplars of how to work with this system in, in such a real and practical way, practical way. Thank you, Rochelle, for the opportunity to be on Revolutionary Wellness Radio, and we'll uh, sign out for now. We'll see you next time for Type 3. Thank you for opening your heart and mind to new ways of seeing, to greater degrees of compassion, and to pathways to health for our world with Revolutionary Wellness Talk Radio. Join us next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time to expand your perspective, deepen your attention, and cultivate practices that support personal, communal, and global health on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel.